0: Absolutely.
1: All right. It is Tuesday, September 15th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. We got Kieran McCauley, Zach Rothenberger. We got the great Sonny Conte. Sonny the Bronco contest. I got to get the whole the whole boxing thing in here. Joining us in the living hey, room, thank
2: you so much for jumping on with us. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Oh, man, dude, we are, we are so
1: pumped to have you on. It's funny because I was saying to Zach, I, I feel like I'm not exactly uh, knowledgeable, maybe the most knowledgeable person when it comes to boxing, but once I, you know, sat down, was looking at all this stuff and learned about just your whole backstory. I, blown away! Like this is so excited to have you on tonight. This is going to be one of our most exciting guests we've had on the show.
2: Oh, that's awesome! I'm, that's my pleasure, man. That's my pleasure. Yeah, awesome. yeah, we got
0: the future of the heavyweight division right here. So uh, we're very grateful. Right. For sure.
2: see, the, the pride of
1: South Philly, 24 years old, 6-0 with five knockouts. And I'm like trying to get my inner, you know, boxing, you know, MC voice I hear you, going. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, you know, fighting, you know, doing something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, but so, so let's we'll start um you know some just some basic kind of questions with you, right? So, here and buffer. Yeah, there you go. I love like that. <laughs> but let me ask you, so when did you I guess start your boxing career at a young age? Right, you're 24 now, so when did you fall in love with the sport, and, and and kind of how did you get to this point in your career?
2: Yeah, so uh, you know I'm 24 years old. Um, I've always been a physical kid growing up. You know, um, my father always wanted to push me toward baseball because let's be honest, that's where the money's at. You know, so uh, <laughs> um, and you know it's guaranteed money. And uh, you know I was I was really good at baseball as well, but. I never loved baseball, like I love boxing, you know? Um, and like I said, I was always a physical kid growing up. Um, in high school, I wrestled, you know what I mean? I never wrestled before in my life. I just walked on onto the team, you know what I mean? Uh, so I've, I've always liked that physical stuff, but uh, I've, I've been in and out of the boxing gym since 10 years old. And, uh, you know, baseball season always uh, interfered with, you know, boxing, amateur fights, and and, uh, stuff like that. So, um, after, after, uh, baseball, I kind of just, you know, uh, focused on boxing, uh, fully and, um, yeah, here we are now. Yeah.
0: Who was like the biggest motivator for you or a role model or kind of a boxer you looked up to as a kid?
2: Um, honestly, I would always, uh, watch the fights with my father and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess you would have to say Floyd Mayweather. I mean, he was, he was, you know, undefeated. And, uh, um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, now, you know, even now I get motivated from a lot of these guys that, you know, even though that I'm on the scene as well. And, uh, I would say Tyson Fury is probably, you know, the biggest motivator for me because I mean, I, I you know, I shared the ring with them. So that was such a blessing. And, uh, And, you know, it just, it, it definitely motivated me and I felt like it elevated my game, um, you know, a few notches and uh, it was just a great experience. So it's funny. I got to ask you that question. And so
1: the, so our buddy or mutual friend at class was what really put us all in touch together. Uh, That was great. And it's funny. So I'm watching uh, Tyson Fury boxing, right. Uh, DeAndre Wilder in that fight. And class says to me, he's like, yeah. So the, the guy, uh, the, the boxer I watched back at the Leo core center, he, uh, he spars with Tyson Fury. And I'm like, wait, what? It's <laughs> like, wait, hold on. Like class. I thought this was just like one of your buddies from like college. That's like in some like celebrity, like just, went, and then I was like, whoa, 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 timeout, timeout. Like, so, I mean, paint a picture of what that's like. And I mean, cause, and maybe I'll add a little bit of extra detail. If someone, Maybe doesn't know as much about boxing, just like how much of a big that big deal
2: it is to be someone can spar with Tyson Fury. Yeah, man, it was it was honestly like I, I got the call um, one day I was just sitting on my couch and they were like, hey, like uh, Tyson wants you to go out the training camp and uh, and I was like, wait, Tyson Fury? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it was it was like uh, it was pretty much a shock for me as well. And uh, you know, I mean, even like that was like the first time I don't really get starstruck with uh, you know, like celebrities and stuff. Cause I meet so many. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I, um, when I woke up for breakfast and Tyson Fury sitting at the breakfast table and I'm about to sit down and eat my eggs with him, And I'm like, wait, what the hell? Like, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> so it, I, it really like starstruck me as well. And uh, it was, it was really a gr- it was crazy, great experience. Um, I lived with him in a house for two weeks so uh, it was it was pretty awesome, you know what I mean? We, we, we were, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner together, uh, you know, cr- cruising around on, uh, on the, you know, the casino floor in Vegas together. So it was, oh it was pretty God, awesome. Oh, my God, that sounds there. like a dream. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, man.
0: It was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you mentioned <laughs> earlier how you would watch the fights with your father. So what's that like having your father as your trainer, too? I mean, that's a great – it's a great bond and connection you have there, obviously.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, that's the man that, uh, he has my best interest. Um, you know, he's, he's never going to let me get hurt. Uh, so, you know, I mean, all, all of that, all of them things are, you know, very, very, uh, important to me. And I know that, you know, he, uh, he's going to bring the best out of me, you know, um, He knows how to motivate me. He knows what it takes to motivate me. He knows what to say to motivate me. Um, So, you know, a a lot of people say that, you know, a father-son bond isn't really good. But, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I don't think anyone, you know, knows their son like, you know, their dad. So, I mean, I I think it's a great thing. And I think that uh, with our teamwork, I think that we can, um, you know, accomplish great things.
1: And, and I found it interesting. You talked about how you played baseball growing up. This may sound like a cheesy question, but how much would you say you've taken just from those experiences of playing baseball, whether it be your footwork or something like of that nature? Is there anything, any parallels or anything you took, uh, any strengths from baseball that you could kind of apply into boxing now? Um,
2: Honestly, like with baseball, uh, I really didn't like baseball because I really only liked it if I was hitting or I was pitching. You know what I mean. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Baseball is kind of boring. You know what I mean. So I mean, being a pitcher, yeah, it's awesome. You're, you know, you're in, you're in every play. Uh, when you're hitting, you're, you know, you're in every play. Otherwise, I mean, I would play the outfield, and it's like, you know, I might not, I might not see a play all, all game. You know what I mean? I'm, I might be lucky if I see two. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I mean, it was. I played it because, you know, my father more or less wanted me to. Um, and like I said, I was I was good at it. I played in college, uh, made it to the ju- uh, junior college bro series. Uh, a lot of my friends are like, you know, they, they, they went to the league and stuff. So, I mean, I was, you know, I was surrounded by a, a, a powerhouse you know mm-hmm. team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, baseball really didn't. I wasn't in love with it, you know what I mean. Uh, like I was in love with boxing, and I and I believe that whatever you choose to do, you have to love. You know what I mean. Uh, it's like it's like when you go and and you're having fun for your job. That's like what counts. You know what I mean. If that yeah. makes sense. Like yeah. if you're if you're doing something that you don't love, you know what I mean. Like you don't. Yeah, it's just you know.
0: It's so true. Yeah. Now for you have sure. to have some passion behind what you're doing or else what's what's the point. So that, that's sure. great to hear from a professional boxer like yourself that that still carries, you know, from the Little League days to the professional boxing ring. So that's, that's inspiring and motivating for sure. So look at some of your last, your, your last three fights. Uh, you're, you had Del Rio, Lions and, uh, and Curtis Head. Um, you know, we'll talk to what the future holds in a little bit, but Jesus Christ, man, after looking at the highlights, I don't know who's going to want to step in the ring with you. Your, your quickness in the heavyweight division, like just sets you apart from everyone. In my opinion, what, what's your biggest differentiator in in your opinion with your training and just your overall skill set?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, my, my speed and, uh, is definitely a big factor. Um, you know, most of these guys aren't as quick as me and, uh, you know, I, I can also punch in both hands, you know what I mean? I, I, so, and, you know, I can box as well. I mean, I have one, I think maybe one of the best jabs in boxing, and that's just me being confident and not, you know, um, and, you know, the jab, you know, a good right hand will take you around the block. A good jab will take you around the world. So, I mean, that, that, that says it, you know, within itself, uh, you know, I think that, you know, them things are what set me apart. And also just, uh, just my, you know, my hunger, Uh, you know, most of these guys, they, they, uh, you know, pressure makes diamonds. And, you know, know, I I like that. I like pressure. You know what I mean? I I like performing and I, I enjoy going out there and putting on a show where, you know, some of these guys are, you know, I, I do this and I have fun. You know what I mean? So I, it's you know it's, it's the, i think that's also what sets me apart you know how hard i work
0: absolutely well it definitely shows put you that way um uh, speak of your left hand i mean your your left hook to the body literally has chopped down your last three opponents i mean <laughs> what's it like i mean you're, you're an orthodox fighter obviously with the, you're right-handed so how hard is that to get your left hand basically to be just as good as your right i mean that maybe that's a novice question but i have to
2: know no 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 it's actually not you're uh you know it's it's usually awkward for an orthodox fighter to you know say let's just say switch southpaw or uh anything like that but um a fact that a lot of people don't know um i was actually born left-handed and my mother switched me to being right-handed so really um, yeah so a lot of people don't know that um
1: so, yeah. I was mean, that I, sports I, related or was that because I'm left-handed, so just, I wish someone had told me to switch a long time so ago. <laughs> my,
2: so, my grandmother used to tell my mother that it's a right-handed world. So, uh, you know, she 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 would just hand me everything with my right hand and just, you know, pound at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was born left-handed and I was switched over to right-handed. So, I think maybe that has a factor of why I can punch in both hands. And honestly – I feel like my left hook is one of my favorite punches, so...
1: And it's funny because I was watching like just the highlights. So we're joined right now by Sonny Kanto, Sonny the Bronco Conto uh, here in the living room right now. And, and you're right, so I was watching this, the, the highlights before. I was just like, oh my God, this is so much fun just to watch. Like, like Zach was saying, the way you attacked your opponents, what kind of rush is that? You know, when you're when you're in the ring, I mean, it's right. Cause it's, I'm sure you get that question every interview. What's it like being in the ring? But like, right, paint a pan picture of just what, like you said, like just that adrenaline and, and the art of just going through with the footwork and, and the, the uh, strategy when you're fighting.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and even even, uh, you know, the hometown, the hometown crowd, uh, you know, when when I'm lucky enough to fight at home, um, that's also, uh, you know, uh, a boost. You know what I mean? Uh, You hear all of your people screaming and, you know, it it makes you want to dig down. It makes you want to get that stoppage. It makes you want to, you know, put on a a, put on a clinic or a show and really look good doing it. So, I mean, you know, I, I believe that that's a a big part as well um and now you know with this COVID and all the no fans it's pretty you know it's pretty different but uh honestly you know it's 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 business at the end of the day so uh you know no fans fans I uh, still got to go out there and fight hard and uh that's what i think separates you know the champions and just the the regular i mean you know maybe the you know the regular guys uh, that you still need to perform, whether there's fans there or not, you know what I mean? So uh, I think that's where you could find yourself and uh, dig deep down and uh, come out on top. I love it. Now I got to ask, so –
1: you know, it, it, it's cool. I was reading an article about a year ago, and, and just they were highlighting some of just the awesome experiences you've been through in the last year or two, with being you know, on Fox Twenty Nine and Jen Frederick going into your gym and doing a little sparring thing there. And 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 the coolest thing I thought right is throwing out uh, the first pitch at a Phillies game. As as a Philly guy, South Philly, the stadium's right down the street. What was that like to have a moment like that? That must have been incredible.
2: Yeah, it was pretty crazy, bro. Uh, you know, I, I can literally walk to the stadiums. So, you know, I, I grew up, you know, walking to the Phillies games and just thinking that, like, I'm going to be out there throwing the first pitch off the mound is, like, crazy, you know. So uh, it was definitely motivating, too. I mean, you know, I'm only, I was only uh, 23 at the time. And, uh, you know, to, to just, just that alone as an accomplishment at 23 years old was awesome, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And honestly, I mean the Phillies bullpen—they should have just left you left you back there. I mean, quite frankly, see right, the way right. they've been throwing. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't I don't know why they left you walk away from the stadium that night.
2: Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, listen. That 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 first pitch was awful, but I mean, come on, I haven't done it in a, you know in a little while, but uh, you should let you warm up a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I think anyone, any Phillies fan would, would be able to say that they've <laughs> seen a lot worse pitches thrown this year. This year alone on the on the hill. So I think you're off the off the hot seat
2: on that one. <laughs> well, I mean. Mom was pretty bad, but uh, <laughs> hey, Fifty Cent was worse. Yeah, exactly. That's right. True.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, I'll tell. You, I know you want to. Um, you know, you want to get off Zach. I'll tell you, you. Have any other questions? I have one
0: or two more. But if you want to, because I know sonny has got. Well, um, I, had a, I had a burning off the wall question. Go ahead. Go ahead, for yeah. you Sonny. So I'm looking at your fighter profile on uh, on Top Rank site, and I see uh, I see a bronze tale is your favorite movie, right? Phenomenal movie. Yes. Is it better to be, is yes. It be. Is
2: it better to be loved or feared? uh honestly in today's world bro I think it's better to be feared
0: yeah uh, <laughs> I, I agree
2: <laughs> you know what I mean uh, especially with all this crazy stuff going on uh yeah I would probably say it's better to be feared in this mm-hmm. in this world but I am a lover so you Absolutely. know I'm in the middle with that I guess but in yeah. today's world yeah, yeah I think it's better to be feared. Yeah.
1: And, and speaking of, of love, the one thing I know that's so important to you is is your family and, and friends. And I know, you know, it's it's easy for someone to look at at your success and say, oh, that guy's got the life, right? But you've gone through some some serious hardships of your own this this past summer, losing friends. And we actually we have our shirts on just from the uh, the proceeds and everything oh, that's that you awesome, did. Man. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Shout out to uh shout out to you guys for uh showing support. Oh, to, of course. Uh, you no, know, one of my one of my you know, my little brother is my uh, my best friend. Um, you know, I lost two of my friends. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's been rough. But, um, you know, I know that they want me to be strong. And, uh, you know, this this next fight I'm dedicating to them. And, you know, winning a world title, I'm dedicating that to them. So, uh, yeah, but um, I, I really appreciate you guys showing your support. And uh, that's awesome, man. Thank you absolutely
1: and if there's anything else you know we can do to help out with the show or anything you know like i said you got supporters for life you know here on we, we're in your corner
2: thank you so much
1: absolutely we'll say we want to thank you so much for jumping on with us and seriously anytime you want to come back and join us
2: we, yeah.
1: it's so much fun you got to get going and, and stock up on some of those calories you know after training all day sure.
2: for sure let's uh we, we can set something up you know within the next couple of weeks and then yeah. hopefully i'll have a uh i have a fight flight date for you guys and uh you know, hopefully, an opponent, and you know, we could get on here and uh, you know, chop it up again. I, I love nice it. Time. I thank you guys for uh, having me on, and um, I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Absolutely, thank Sonny. You.
2: thanks so much. All
0: right, thank good you, go get man. Thank you.
1: Wow, that was that was great, Zach. I it, it was so cool. And it's funny. I, my my third part before even the interview is just talking football. I like, I love yep. how you know it's just it was so great just getting to meet Sonny. And, and I, you know, I thought it was just, his story is so incredible. And, and just having, I mean, taking the time out of his busy schedule, just to, to sit down with us, that was absolutely incredible. And, and it's so cool to learn, right? I mean, so he's so humble. First of all, I Mm -hmm. mean, all the accolades, I mean, you saw us, right. I mean, I'll tell you, let me ask you this now, like, can you paint a picture like kind of for, for the audience, just like how big of it like how big of a deal he is and, and just like how humble he is to like what he actually like what he has right now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's you see too many times you see a young up, upcoming superstar in boxing or any other sport, and you know, they have a big head or they're they're braggadocious, cocky, whatever. Um, that's not the case with with Sonny Conta, that's for sure. Uh extremely humble guy, fights for all the right absolutely. reasons, loves oh the sport. Zach, and,
1: I'm all in. I want to watch. I want to watch all his fights. Like I'm, like I am, like, I am mm-hmm. a like locked in fan. It's, I always felt like, and I've said this to you before. I feel like, oh well, like yeah, it's 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 interesting. I just never really had like someone that I, like pulled like Brett right that I pulled for and like really knew, like. I am all in up and coming. This is like, this story is yeah. just one of the coolest things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you, but my adrenaline was pumping that whole interview. Oh, I was like, like, I'm just like watching the highlights while we're playing them. And dude, I'm just I forget,
1: one question I asked, I actually kind of like moved my fist a little bit, like just in like, in like, just like as a reflex. And I was like
0: getting excited. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. It, it was great, man. And I, I'm really excited to see what the future holds uh, for Sonny, and uh, we'll definitely be following along. That's for sure.
1: Awesome. We love we love everybody in the chat too for 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 all your feedback too. And trust that's yeah right. So trust is wrestling too. So that, I, I hope that was that was great for you as well, man. That I mean, it was. I learned a bunch. It, it's funny. I can't wait to have back on. That was that was seriously so awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. I, I'm ready to watch boxing now.
1: So uh, let me ask you this: as we kind of move into the show a little bit here. Um I feel like I like we everyone needed that. Maybe you needed that a little bit more than than the common person after the Giants were in a tough fight last night. Let's
0: yeah, it, I know, was I know, a, I know, it was quite I know. a flight. It was back and forth for a while, and then towards the end, it was just haymaker after haymaker against us. I
1: That was – that was I know that was – do, do you want to – let's just exercise the DMC. I was going to do clickbait with you, but I feel like let's reshuffle the show a little bit. I like yeah, this. Yeah, it up. I'm loving this. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, a little, little twist around Tuesday. I love it. Oh, um great. All right, so all right, let me ask you. This. So let me just – I almost want to just kind of – I mean, do we – spoke? it's funny. So we spoke for what, about like a half hour today?
0: About yeah. The game, yeah. I was vent- I was venting then, but
1: I this this cracked me up. So I hang up with you, it's like nine forty-three. And I think I had said to you, Hey, I'm gonna send you like my notes over for today and like stuff like that. And then you can hear from me probably for two hours. Because Mr. Beltran had my 945 to
2: 1145
1: booked up. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, oh, yes, I just saw Zach. Like, Come on in, Josh. Like, yeah, be our therapist. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So let me, all right, from the horse mouth, right? You're, you're a diehard Giants fan. Beltran's a diehard Giants fan. I know Trust in the chat, you are too. Um, and quite frankly, just honestly, just us being in the Northeast, right? You're going to have a lot of Giants fans in our area. <laughs> so speak for them. Right. Give me, give me your, your, like, you need to do a post game press conference, right? And you step up yeah. and you're like the fan, like the fan press conference. Like, I felt like we did it, like, give me, give me your, uh, your evaluation on them.
0: Yeah, for sure. So early on, I, I loved, I loved everything that I saw. I mean, minus the running game, obviously, you know, that was non-existent from, from the jump, but when Daniel Jones was in the pocket, he only got sacked one time. And, that, and that's against a, a phenomenal Steelers defense. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those two interceptions, those were more decision-making than I think being rushed except, well than I think being rushed. So overall, I would say um, with a loss, it, it's, it's heartbreaking to see because we've only had what 12 wins over the last three, four years as, in, in total, which is pathetic. So it's frustrating to see because we've been so used to it, unfortunately lately. But it was a different loss. Like, I thought our defense swarmed Big Ben a lot quicker than we had any quarterback in recent memory. Um, we had a couple third down plays that we, like, get, get past us, you know. But other than that, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm impressed, and I think that there's a lot of promise for the Giants. I mean, keep in mind, for, for, this goes for every team out there. There wasn't any preseason games. So this first game, and this isn't an excuse either, but, like, the first game it, with a whole new coaching staff from top to bottom, I think there's a lot – the Giants should be, um, you know, proud of and can look forward to this season. I think there's a lot of room for growth.
1: Yeah, I, it it's funny because I feel like we it's 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 one of the interesting things, right? Where I could I could sit here. It's it's very glass at the half mark. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say it's half full? Or do you want to say it's half empty? Right? Like, yeah. And, and being that guy, right, like I'm not going to sit here and celebrate the game with you and say, oh, well, dude, like it wasn't as bad of a loss, right? Like yeah. that's not we're not in that no. business and you're not in that business as a Giants fan. Um, it, I, but I also agree. I don't think and what I said to you, obviously, earlier and kind of like my opening statements, my text you this morning, early this morning, <laughs> and I basically said, like, it, it, it didn't look the same. Like you made mistakes, like you said, without preseason. Um, and right, like I mean, we'll always open this up right from from a giants and steelers perspective. So, I mean, right for starters, I I got basically so it's fine. I got I got a couple bullet points here for you. I got three good, three like positives and three like main negatives I took away from it. So you want we can start the positive, right? Let's start the positive. Yeah, go with the positive. yeah, I always like bad news first, but like I'll I'll throw a
0: positive back at you after yours. Okay, so
1: I like Darius Slayton a lot. Mm. A lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. He's really, 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 really good. And I I, he just dude, he finds touchdowns like it's nobody's business Two last night. He's he just seems like a very dependable, especially like it seems like Jones is very comfortable throwing to him. Right. So I, I I like that. I almost want to go. Do you want to go like one positive, one negative?
0: Yeah, let's go. All right. Perfect.
1: But for 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 that, I mean, dude, your your running game was ten times worse. I mean, and like, let's state the obvious, right? It's like I'm not going to sit here and be the guy like on ESPN, be like, what's wrong with Saquon? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with the team? Okay, I think we could all agree when you look at a lot of the highlights that the Steelers had three or four guys greeting him as he got the ball. So it's I mean, right? It's it's your line. Your line looks out of sync with what you're trying to do. Like there's whatever him, your line, all your running game is out of sync is really the diagnosis I have, and that's not good. And you got you got to fix that fast because I yeah. don't think you're gonna have much more success if you can't do that. that yeah. so that's kind of like my main like pushback on that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And one thing I did notice, and this isn't this is nothing new to the NFL world. Evan, Evan Ingram is not a good run blocker. Okay, no. so so when we're in situations where like Golden Tate's hurt or just I don't care if it's every down. Put him at wide receiver, and it's clear. Like Caden Smith is a is a good tight end too, but he's a and he's a better blocker, and so is toy Lolo. Uh He's a much better blocker and bigger body than Evan Ingram. So I'd like to, you know, it's up there.
1: How many years does Evan Ingram have on his contract? She like did the thing and then just she's just like I don't want that one <laughs> pass. I'm, I'm looking it up. Um, I think I think he's a free agent at this year. If I had to guess. <laughs> So and the problem is, dude. Look, I'll even say this as a Packers fan. Um, that was the issue. Uh, that was the issue with Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. I mean, right when he was with them, he couldn't block. And it's yeah. like, okay. And the problem is, you need a block. Joe even was saying, we we're talking about today. Your tight end needs to be able to block. That's a. It's very important.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, right. That's a, when
1: Zach Ertz's game finally evolved. We learned from Sela how to block.
0: Right. I mean, look at Kittle. Kittle's probably the best tight end in the league and you know, along with Travis Kelsey and Kittle's probably one of the best run blocking tight ends. They there. block. Yeah. They're really yeah. good at blocking. He's aggressive. So Stop. he has two, he's after next year, he's a free agent, Evan Ingram.
1: Okay. So you got so, another, okay. Yeah. So then let me go to the next part. We'll stay in the offensive pool here for a second. Then I'm almost going to start moving over into mm-hmm. the defensive side. Uh, dude, that pick, I mean, I'm not going to like sit there and be like, yo man, what was that pick all about? But like, yikes. You, 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 a yeah. 19 play drive, if I remember correctly, 12 minutes worth?
0: Yep. Like, you, you don't
1: see drives like that. And then it's like to have it end like that, you only, like you might as well just lose the game there because it's like that's so backbreaking. It's such a, a, a rally cry if you're on the defense when you like bend as as far as you can bend and then you don't break.
0: Yeah. Well, Titans scored that drive. They got the ball back. And that, that cost us the game. That single handedly cost us the game 100%. You waste all that time for nothing, just to turn it over, and then, like I said, they go down the field and score. That was a horrible, horrible decision. I mean, yeah, was he pressured? Yes, but he had plenty of time to throw the ball away. Now, or take now I'll kind of stitch
1: it so I'm not like just sitting here just harping. Like point number four, like because everyone's probably like, all right, enough with the points, Karen. But let me let me throw this at you here. Okay, right. So I felt like I'll I'll kind of merge the three. Too bad, and or sorry, uh, yeah, well. All right, you know yeah. sorry i, I actually made my point like, was actually gonna say that drive at least you look promising up until that point but <laughs> <yeah>. all right <laughs> so well, maybe it's a couple more bads but but I, the cornerbacks i thought were, were an issue and i i thought to that point and this is me more just like spinning it into the steelers too right like dude i i, I mean they, i don't know they look they, they look pretty good i'm like trying to find like the right highlight to pull up um of juju's touchdown right but like he peeled off those cornerbacks like it was nothing. And, and I just felt like they got burned. And Grant, I know you're, yeah. you're banged up there. It's not like, right, but it, well, that, not, was, that seemed like a little bit of an issue.
0: Yeah, not banged up to the point where it's been that big of an issue. Um, they, Number 27, the player who basically just let him get wide open and walk right and run right past him was that Isaac uh, Yadim or, whatever, or however you say his last name. The free agent we just signed it's never good when you have to say it's the guy we just brought in this week because yeah. it's just like that right. that then huh? exactly like, but l- let me say this though from a positive with the defense sure uh well first off leonard williams is one sack that's more than he's had he had all his whole time with well I was last gonna say, defensive
1: line looked phenomenal i actually thought that, well like especially in the past like there was a push in the pass rush
0: yeah that so was I, a little bit extreme but you look I, good yeah i agree i think lorenzo carter on the outside for from a linebacking uh, position evaluation was was fantastic. That was the best I've seen, and I think that has to do with Patrick Graham's scheme and how he's utilizing him. Unlike our previous defensive coordinators, I think Blake Mar- Blake Martinez. I mean, I know how you feel about Blake Martinez, but he had a lot of short runs. Uh, well, can, like, can we run. stop
1: with this whole like? I know how you feel about him. Like, alright I don't like like. It's not like it's Martellus Bennett where I hate him. Like, I mean, like, yeah. I, like I, I know,
0: but like you, you just think he's overhyped, I guess is what. Yeah,
1: he's. uh he's like Phil Collins. Like if Phil Collins is on in the okay. background, no one's going to hate it. It's just like yeah. nice soft rock, but like, you know, what I'm on not on the drum.
0: Doo, 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 doo.
1: Yeah. There's, and that's his like one tackle for a loss. <laughs> every game. It's like, boom, let's go Blake. Like, and, yeah. but then like the rest of them, it's just like, I,
0: yeah.
1: So Ali, actually, I'll put it to you know, this way. I'm not going to give you my take. Cause I got off the phone and I was talking to Josh. I was saying to him like, what did you think of Blake? And he thought he played horrible. Really? And I was like, really? yeah. And I said, right. Really? And, and I think you're probably both somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Like, you're both right. So, I like, meaning this, I, I look – Blake wasn't the problem, and I think – and I'm not trying to make this a starker mark of the Giants, but I think you made a good point saying, like, you have not really had anybody that's, like, a steady player there at that position, right? Like, Alec Ogletree was supposed to be the anchor of your defense last year, and he's on a practice squad right now. Yeah. Right? So, Blake, when the consistency is something you really need – Mm-hmm. And you got that with Blake. Now, that being said, it's 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 kind of to that point. It's like saying like, you're on a flight. You need something to pass the time. Here's an okay book. It's like, great. That got me through the first two and a half hours of the flight, the, the kind of really boring part of it. We'll worry about being like, you know, the end of it later. It's a six mm-hmm. hour flight. That's kind of where I'm at with the book. And like, right, like, and I'm not even trying to be like that. Like, ha ha ha. ha. I, I mean, like, I'm not even trying to say like, oh, the Packers are ahead of schedule. No, I'm more just saying like, where the Packers are is, oh, it seems people are like, let's run on them and attack mm-hmm. the hell out of them running the ball. And it's like, Blake's like, okay, yeah, but that's, that's not that's not his
0: yeah
1: thing. He'll make tackles. I don't know. So I guess my point is yeah. I'm saying like, I, I don't know how much I look at the Giants. I say, well, they'll just only get better from here on the defensive side. I, I think this is kind of what you saw is like what you're going to get in some variation, a little bit higher, a little bit lower all year mm-hmm. long, if that makes sense. Me struggling a yeah. little bit to get off the field on throw down, things like mm-hmm. that
0: yeah for sure and another player who I think really stood out for me was uh, darnay Holmes uh, the rookie uh, defensive back he had some great plays and he wasn't in the whole game but like he had some great plays when he was he was pressuring the quarterback and was very disruptive I thought from a pass, pass rush perspective and as a rookie he didn't get beat really at all last night so and that helps I mean yeah it's something to build and then that's the thing it's something to build I thought they looked I thought they looked
1: about the, like i mean let's uh, let me actually stop for a second let's talk about Pittsburgh
2: I mean, he's yeah. like, right, we're having great. this
1: like the giant show here for a second. Yeah. Let's, let's like kind of spin it in, in their lens here for a minute. Mm-hmm. They're good. I mean, like they, they to me looked like the team that, that, that the national media is kind of touted defense is going to be stout as hell. Right.
0: Big Ben look good. Yeah. It, I it mean, I'm not them, saying they're the best team ever, but you know, it's not bad. It, it took them a quarter and a half to get the rust to shake the rust off. And that was, that was all they needed, you know? Um, I think they can seriously contend the Ravens, to be quite honest with you. I'm not trying to get too hyped on them, but I think they can seriously contend the Ravens for the division. Well, it's funny you say that because I was
1: thinking about it in my head a little bit. They I think they're the type of team also, and I, I try to like I'm just like I'm I'm tempered. I'm I'm in, I'm I'm relaxed. <laughs> they're the type of team though that could give this like the, the Chiefs, like basically what you did to the Packers in 2011 – that, oh, my God, like, that that gritty just, oh, man, like, what happened? Like, as if you're the offensive jogger at home, that's the type of style that just can kind of, like, put you in the sleeper hole real quick and knock you out.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, Bud Dupree, Devin Bush, TJ Watt, all those guys. I mean, that's a front seven that is scary. They're good. And, and, and you know, I think our offensive line, did, besides running, did okay. Did, uh, did a pretty good job at them, which I was impressed with. So – but, but yeah, no. The Steelers are going to be tough as long as they can stay healthy. I mean, I saw Ben wincing a little bit on the sideline yesterday with his with his arm and the you know keeping his arm warm. But and the
1: I'm drawing a blank. The, the lineman they lost at the very end. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. Um, damn, I, I forget. His, but it, it was a key offensive lineman, right? Though.
1: I know. Um, I felt for him too, getting
0: carted yeah, off. Saw, yeah, he knew it was a serious injury. He, he yeah. was pretty upset.
1: Um, all right, but that's it. Let's let let's spin into and dude. Can I ask you two well two things? Let's let me I'm actually glad I wrote these. This is why I take notes. And I get we can just talk about it, but there's like points that I know I'll forget if I don't mm-hmm. write them down. Yeah. And the one being, dude, how
0: great was that Monday night football broadcast crew with Kurt Herbstreet and Fowler calling it. Man, that was so fun. That that reminded me of like, you know, the you only know, like with college football has that like just like fun like aura yeah. to it. Dude, Kurt I had that was the, the best –
1: I, I came to the realization last night that Kurt Herbster is the best color analyst in, in football, and 100%, it's not even close. 100%. It's not even close, dude. The way he broke down that like the Giants struggling to pick up that blitz, like to me, I was like, God, that's perfect. Like, I like, I'm not picking that up. No, I'm not picking that up. It, yeah. it, he's almost like hey, I want my Chris Collins work, but I I want the upscale version, like the top mm-hmm. shelf. And they're like, sure, <laughs> like, here you go. Chris Collins, I think, makes some good points sometimes, but he just says, like, a really molasses way of doing it, you know. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I just think that, like, somehow can they do both games? Like, I mean, like – and like, like the Saturday night football, like almost switch, make like Steve Levy and the broadcast crew, like Theoretic and uh, not mm-hmm. Theoretic, Lewis uh, Louis Riddick. The Riddick and the Lions, Louis Riddick and Brian Greasy doing like the, the Saturday night football games. Cause I actually thought they were a good crew too. Um, But I absolutely loved her. Like, I mean, it's just like, why deprive the fans of like what what could be great.
0: Yeah. No, they're I phenomenal. Think, I mean, can we do that as Thursday night football or something? Will they do this in the next five years? Will they get the job? Yes, I think so. I think so too. I, I think, think so too. So. I think so too. There's nothing but great things you can say about that broadcast. No,
1: that's the thing. It's it's <laughs> almost it's impossible for everyone to get on Twitter and be like, "Yo, those guys were an awesome broadcast team, both of them together." Like at the scene, like, like, no one does that.
0: No, yeah, no, exactly. And a world is full of a bunch of you know People negative that- stuff, especially on Twitter. Yeah.
1: You could argue the only thing that people feel more opinionated about than pol- politicians is broadcasters.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it, 100%, 100%. Oh, it's,
1: it's incredible. So, but all right, j- jumping over to the other game, right, that the other boys uh, called. By the way, to that point, that was the other thing I was going to say. I wish they had two Monday night games every week, a 7 to 10. Just pull yeah. one of the 1 o'clock games out on the Eastern Coast, right, and, and do two Monday night games. I think that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was personally deflated after the first one for for personal reasons, of course. So I didn't really stick around too long for the second one. But,
1: I don't but it really was a great know.
0: game. It was a great game.
1: I, that's It's funny you said that because I was even saying to Joe, because he was even saying, like, he had like felt that this week compared to some of the other weeks that he hadn't, like, you know, felt as much in tune with, like, all the other games going on. And I was saying, like, it's, I'm in the other group, like, with the Packers, but I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't want to watch all the games. I want to watch all the highlights. This is so great. This is so great. I just can't, you know. But like if the Packers lose, I'm just like, yeah, you know,
0: I, yeah. How many sports like, shows do you? How many sports like, shows do you think I watch? I hate today?
1: Sports. Yeah, I don't watch TV till yeah. Like Wednesday, I like I'm texting you about what type of book would be good to read about, like finance or whatever. You know, like <laughs> like, like right. Like it's I'm not in a good spot at all. So yeah. Um. All right. But anyway, getting get into the Monday night game. Right, the second one. Uh. So for I'll, I'll be honest. So being on the East Coast, I DVR it because I just didn't really feel like staying up, and I'm kind of. It was one of those games like I, I. woke up at three AM, looked at Twitter real quick just to see like what everyone was talking about, and I. I it wasn't that great of a game. was you can it, about a score. was it, <laughs> Like a lot of missed field goals. That was the common denominator on Twitter. Um, I mean, dude, I don't know. Like, let's. Uh, down I'm down setting, to, all right. Instead of me just, like, handing around at the game. Okay, right, yes. So, anyone anyway, missed it. Steve Gaskowski missed, like, what, three field goals and an extra point?
0: Yeah, an extra point.
1: So, I go in checking the score. I'm like, oh, man, so I guess the Titans lost. They went 16-14. Uh, so, yeah, not exactly uh, a nail-biter, per se. Well, I was. I mean, right, and, you know, good for Gaskowski for, for making that kick at the end,
0: mm-hmm. right,
1: you know, to win the game for him. Uh, but to that point, I think what you pull out of this was just the – What's the word I want to use? Interesting. Clock Management by Vic Fangio and the Broncos. Uh, do you need me to paint a picture or did you, did you see what happened? I didn't. So let's paint a picture if you don't all right, mind. All right, let me get my easel and my brush. I got all the pens. Let's, oh, let's, I'll, get the, I'll get the red one. Get the pastels uh, out. Yeah, exactly. I'll get the red pen out to chew on my <laughs> talk because, quite frankly, this was all. All right. I get what they were doing. Essentially, I'll, I'll try to just break it down pretty quickly. So let me I'll pull up these tights highlights. So, right, the game is – Fourteen thirteen, because he missed the extra point, right? So, okay, so it's fourteen thirteen, and the Titans are moving down the field with, let's say, two minutes left, give or take. And I don't know why I'm clicking on different boxes and screwing up the production right here, but let me get back to the right ones, and here we go. All right, so, all right, I'm thinking about all the screw-up clock management right now. So, all right, so to that point. <laughs> um, so, all right, to get the, they end the ball with, like, two minutes, of are driving – uh south of the 50 now right okay so they're going down past midfield so now they're in denver's territory and i'll just cut to the chase i think that the the mindset was okay well we're up by a point um we'll let them just burn all the clock time down and then they'll miss a field goal and we'll win but then they proceeded to concede several yards to derrick henry and you know they proceeded to kick well it was like like a 30 yard field goal so it was was less than an extra point um and and I guess McVay's idea was like, well, we were going to die on that hill. I guess, and I get the point. I'll just kind of add the caveat because it's funny. This almost was not that good. This was not good enough of a game to have a full show segment on this. But my point is, if you call your timeouts and you control the situation, because either they if they hit the field goal either way, <laughs> like you, like at least it was a chance. Like I, I like what because like they, he let the clock all the way run all the way to one dude one second. So it's like you were clearly you were okay with never getting the ball back. So you're like, why not? Yeah. Cause all you do and Joe and I were talking about this story. All you do, if you, if you play that scenario out is you stop them or they score mm-hmm. and then you have more time left. And even if you stop them and then they like, like, right. And you like, you go three and out because they had their timeouts too. You still punt it back to them and they have no timeouts left. It's like, it, yeah. It didn't make any sense to me. It was like very George Costanzoli, like in the in the in the episode where he jumps out or goes out the window for the fake test, and he's like, "The door? Why would I go out the door? The window is right here." It's like, it, it, it's very vexing to me why they didn't call the three timeouts.
0: Yeah, maybe Pat Shermer has uh, is in the ear of Vic Fangio making calls like that. You know, you never know.
1: He's probably the assistant head coach, right?
0: Probably, unfortunately yeah. for them, but. Hey. <laughs> not not my problem anymore
1: no yeah you know it's fine I'm, I'm proud of you but i'll tell you it made me think about bad clock management and some of the worst clock management games we've ever seen so i mean and we don't have to like to the highlights and reminisce but uh, is there a game that sticks out to you where you're just like i, I look at the games this is like my 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 mo behind it. i would always joke around and say it's the type of game where i say if you're a kid playing madden <laughs> You like, know when to call the timeouts correctly, right. like it, that type of thing. It's like, how do you not know this? right? the select like Andy button. Reed's po- Andy Reid's a poster child for this, and so I'll get to him in mind. But I'll tell you, you go. You want to go first? Yeah, it's, it's
0: funny you mentioned Andy Reid because literally every time – I was trying to do some research for this, and there were so many articles on Andy Reid. It's like, all right, can we stop – I don't want to – can we stop bashing Andy Reid? So I wanted to go a little different. So in recent memory, the Super Bowl last year, uh, more specifically was Kyle Shanahan in the first half of the game. Ooh remember correctly it was towards the end of the first half and he let the clock run a whole minute before the chiefs even put in the ball back to them he didn't call any timeouts and if you remember there was like you know a minute or, so or less left and they had the ball back with fairly decent field position like the 35 yard line or 40 yard line and they ended up running it twice they basically just were not aggressive at all and trying to get like a field goal and if you remember They had that throw to Kittle that was, like, 40 yards long that got them down to, like, the 15-yard line. And then it got called back from a controversial penalty. But regardless, it was just like, dude, you're in the Super Bowl. Like, how are you not – Semi aggressive yeah, in that and, situation, at least.
1: Yeah, dude. He, I mean, and also squandering a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Like he's got, he's got some blood on his hands. Kyle Shanahan, he's like almost like the apprentice to Andy Reid with the clock management woes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, you know, he was against Andy Reid in that Super Bowl, so maybe it just somehow magically went over to his sideline.
1: And I'll say, and even blowing a ten like a ten point lead in the Super Bowl, like that's, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. It, and we all know what happened. Yeah, he passed so. the tor-
1: Andy Reid passed the torch in that Super Bowl to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a changing of the guard. Well,
1: and I'll tell you, I don't remember the details, and I'm actually glad because I don't want to like get under Eagles fans' skins here. But like, dude, I'm not gonna lie. But there's no, the, if, when I say bad clock management, nothing takes me back to that 04 Super Bowl with the Patriots and Eagles. Mm. It was third, Super Bowl 36, I think.
2: I think. I think so.
1: Yeah. I Think, uh, dude, it was bad. It was like, I mean, I like. I wish I had probably maybe done like a little homework to like to. I, I remember the game. Like, I remember like no, I, I throwing to Greg L- I, like. They were down two score, and like they were just taking, like they were they were treating it like they were winning the game. It was it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I was even yelling at the team. It was like painful to watch. Was, like hurry up! Like what are you doing?
0: Yeah, no, I, I remember. I remember. I don't remember the specifics, but I, I remember the feeling. Uh, you know, watching that game. So,
1: so it's funny. I I'll, I'll tell us. I'll share a little little uh, Macaulay family story mm-hmm. for you. Hey, as, as my family probably tunes in right now. Um, so. I remember so vividly my sister who and and she to be fair, she's gotten way more into football since that moment in time, but I would argue maybe in that moment in time she was much more interested by the book she was reading right Right. like during the game. And I remember her like looking at like and my dad tells the story too. like I remember her reading her book looking up and just kind of like not really paying too much attention to the game prior to that and just be like, looking at all of us and like shouldn't they be hurrying up. And I I, I just, I remember ever just saying LaFleur and her saying that. And it's like, it's just like, she knew it. Like, it's yeah. like, you know, she, like, she wasn't even a big football fan at the time. And she knew it. It's like, so it's like, oh my God. Like, I can't, it's perfect. I actually realized she's streaming tonight. So it's a perfect time to tell that story. Break that out for Um But right. I mean, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I I, I still think about that. And it's, it will always dawn on I me mean, just how, like, how do you do that?
0: Yeah, in professional sports, in the, the biggest stage of them all in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, I don't know. But. I'll tell you. Can we speak of how do you do that? Shall we? I'm going to get my notes out for this one, Zach. Oh, boy. <laughs> Congratulations on beating me in Fantasy. Dude, it was not, it was lucky. I'm I, saying, I was a, yeah. I'm not saying it with enthusiasm because like I was the lowest ranks, scoring. Like you mean John Henry took a. We all took our like poison pills together. and like, cheers. Yeah, I, I was the lowest scoring.
0: Alive. I was a lowest scoring winning team, so that's not a very good. It's it's a win, so I'll take but you, you got to the rack those wins up. They're important. Yeah, they are, but it's like you know, it's it's concerning though. So we'll see what this week brings. And we'll see. All
1: right, but yeah, we'll 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 talk more about fantasy. I guess like our little matchups on Thursday. But I'll tell you. What, Tomorrow's waiver wire day. So let's help the five folks out, right? I mean, we can gentlemen this up. Is there anyone um, in particular that you're eyeing that you
0: would that you would say yes? Throw your waiver claim in tonight. I think this is a good pickup. Uh, 110%, Benny Snell. Because, really, 110%. Because, you know, as we saw on last night, James Connor loved the guy, loved the story, loved him as a player and a person. But as we saw, he gets banged up quite easily, unfortunately right and you need his backup Benny Snell Benny Snell came came in 19 rushes for 113 yards like came right in and, and stole you know, everything James Conner could have and excuse me so that offensive line is it's one of okay, the best Arizona,
1: in the- I, I know you're feeling some type of way right now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that uh that, <laughs> that uh that offensive line the way they are and just that offense the way it looks Benny Snell was extremely athletic he's a second year guy out of Kentucky I mean He's a, he's a very he's a, he's an angry runner. That's what Dude, they in the broadcast going, they said it last night. I hate you because
1: angry. I literally was sitting there, I was like, Do I take Benny Snowd or take Jamal Williams? I was like, I'll take
0: Jamal Williams. <laughs> hey I mean you know,
1: it's all right. It's, all right. it's That's just, why it's a good ad because you see me just like grinding my teeth over here in our fantasy league that
0: we playing together. That's why it's a great yeah. ad. No, I think, yeah, I think Benny Snell, I mean the Steelers have had a history of the last like five, six years of having a strong running back. And it's mainly because of their offensive line and just, they have a, they, the right team and coaching staff behind their running backs. So ride that, ride that wave. Benny Snell is who you should be picking up. All right. I'll tell I'm going to stick in the running
1: back department. I'm going to go Malcolm Brown. I mean, how can you not have, what, 24 points in, like, a half PPR league, uh, two touchdowns? I know they're just doing their whole, like, committee thing, and that makes people kind of balk at, like, picking them up or going for it. But think of it this way. Like, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara back in the day, that worked. They're looking like it's working right now. Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins in in Baltimore. I mean, it can coexist. You can have two running backs, and everyone can get fed. If the play calling's there, the scheme's there. Quite frankly, the Rams offense didn't, like, pop. No, he did. So that's in a world where, where someone like most things aren't popping and that person is that's, I think that's someone you hang your hat on to. And I don't know. I, I, I just think it's a good, I think it's a good ad.
0: Yeah. No, it is. I mean, hey, that was a great, great ad by you, um, over the weekend. <laughs> so smart. Yeah. And, we're uh, we both,
1: we both, I mean, it's funny. That's, that's why we did it, you know,
0: that, that, trying to help a, everyone out. You got to think ahead. But also to that point, you know, it was week one and there was no preseason, right? So don't, so for anyone out there listening or watching, don't abandon ship on all the players you drafted already because of a situation where they had another player come in a little bit. So give it a couple of weeks and then decide from there. I mean, even you could, you could, Heck, miss the yeah. boat if, if you had, what's that? The hot, I was going to say it's like a hot bath to slip in yeah yeah just slide in take it in take a breath if you have someone you could drop to pick up one of these waiver ads do it like Matt don't... Brady
1: he I cut him at 3 30 in the morning when I woke up last night
0: you did I saw
1: that I saw that so I I, I actually thought I was like anyone sees this they're gonna get kicked kick out of the sea that he was like cut at like 3 15 I, I
0: saw it at 3 3 in the morning I was like damn yeah Kieran really hated him
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah you know it's funny because I was like he's gone we'll figure everybody else out later like you can just get the hell out though
0: yeah yeah oh yeah
1: yeah that was not good um all right about it so speaking of, of our little opinions it's not a tuesday show that a little show versus street so hmm. i actually curveball you i didn't tell you what your little thing is so i got both so okay. um all right so i'll say do you want to i'll go first because i'll walk in so because we can kind of both talk about this one a little bit uh but i'll i guess i'll go because i'll have you go next um but i saw obj is on trade block apparently. <laughs> What? like if I didn't damn, see that actually me too huh Apparently Mike Frances is saying I guess on WFN so I mean I'm not like, I I mean he's you know he's a great radio character but I don't know how much weight I put into that report per se but <laughs> but of course it's funny because I cropped it out putting it on there but of course people are photoshopping him in a Packers uniform oh no so all right look I'll I'll take it from the from the show perspective he's on news man right mm-hmm. like when it's I was actually going to throw Saquon on the bus and say, at what point in year three do we start blaming him? And I'm, and I'm not trying to get some weird place to go, but analogizing mm-hmm. it to this. What I'm trying to say with this, though, is the same point. Of, it's like, once again, this guy's supposed to be a superstar. He doesn't look like one. So, like, we're, like at what point do we stop expecting him to put up numbers, expecting the Browns to be good, expect, right? I, I'm just kind of tired of all of it. Great, he is on the tree, but I don't care. Yeah. Great. You don't want your team looking his way. I promise you. No. Oh, God, no, no. I mean, and they are fine. I'll do the Packers thing too, right? No. No, no, no. You got Alan Lazard, who's great. That's it. Done. See ya. Like, there you go. That's – I'd rather have – I'm not even joking with you. I'd, you said, would you switch Alan Lazard for OBJ? No. No. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, no. I mean, it's – it's. They're, my show and my street almost agree with each other because it's just like, no, no to OBJ. It's of hearing about it. And, and I honestly – there's not a team. All right. Like, I'll even kind of rewind it back and include everybody in this. All right. Not just Packers fans, right? Like, let's say you're your team, any team. It's like, even if you need wide receiver help, no. Mm-hmm. Sure. He'll go to Seattle or Baltimore, or even maybe Philly or something <laughs> like that. But I mean, but like, or Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That really worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you were right on the money with that. Do I feel like I didn't give you enough pat on the back for that yesterday.
0: Well, it's only week one, so it's not. We'll see how it is after about week three. We'll see how it plays
1: out. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, but I'll, tell you, I'll throw you. I'll throw yours at you here. So another thing I feel is it's always a headline. The Big Ten Zach has held a vote to bring football back. <laughs> it's a done deal. No, no, no. I mean, great. I don't think any of us are particularly shocked by this. Um, but nonetheless, what do you think about it?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, a, been, and I'll,
1: I'll use the street because you're like a Penn State anonymous. So you're, yeah. you're part of the, the, the big 10 bloodstream.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I mean, I, I would love, I would love to see that happen, but I've heard this story like 10 <laughs> yeah. million times already in the last two months or last month. It's like, come on. So I, I, and this is my, this is my both show and show and street take. Cause I feel the same way. It's like, I, I don't know. I really don't know what, if it's true or I don't know if I should put weight. I don't know if I should put weight in it, you know? Um, any weight in that you know it's it's just uh i hope it happens but i've been told this lie 20 times so it's like how do i know believe it yeah it's it reminds me honestly
1: a lot about baseball when they were saying that was coming back and it was like you know it's gonna come back but it's just like like like, whatever you know i mean it's just like it's stop boy crying wolfman it's like right like i i
0: get it's gonna happen like just like please yeah right exactly yeah so we'll we'll see i i can't get. i'm done getting excited when i hear these things because it just doesn't come to fruition so
1: and and let me ask you this so we got the show on thursday right we got our little little hiatus by the way could i can i vent about softball it's funny this is not even in my notes dude i hate people that just take that stuff too seriously okay i'm bringing it up on our show tonight but just i want to just just put a shout out 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 there that there's a special spot in hell for the people that go super duper 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 hard in uh intramural sports (laughs) <laughs> in any capacity, like adult league, rec league, whatever. But then on the flip side, act like they're not taking it that seriously. If you're going to take it seriously, take it seriously. The people that don't take or the people that take it seriously, they're just like, way, oh, we're not those guys. And that's what I dealt with last night. But you we're are. Calling out the rules, saying people are cheating. Like, I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I just had to, like, let that go at the show tonight. I just had to like, let it rip.
0: No, no. I mean, competition is great. But when you're going to be a, you know, what about it? It's, it you, you don't have fun anymore, especially in a rec league. So. That's yeah, not the competitive I, part of the league.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It, it's um, it's it's one of those things. But uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, this was a fun show tonight, though. I felt like we had a lot of fun, and 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 you know, it was it was it, like it, first of all, I feel like I've learned so much, um, just you know, about everything. But but yeah, I, I thought, uh, dude, I like we like, did the boxing thing still. That just like, I'm so blown away by Sonny and, and everything we learned about him tonight in his career. Like, dude. What, like, what's in the, I guess, like, let me ask you something as a fan, like, because I was asking, I was like, what, like, what, like, what, like, where does he go from here? Like, what, like, what are you looking for as a fan watching? Like, like, if we're like, we're, we're teammates on team Sunny right now, you're saying, all right, Karen, like the next fight, like, this is like, what would be in his progression?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's going to, whoever he faces next is going to be in, in trouble because you watch his last three fights and his six professional places as, as a whole, five of them have been knockouts. I mean, he just chops everybody down and wears everyone out. So. I'm exp- i would expect fireworks again, like we've seen. And he's motivated with everything he's going through. He's inspired. He's passionate. Just expect the first round knockout. That's what I'm thinking. So,
1: dude, and, and his footwork, man. I want to pull up this clip again for for anyone who's just jumping on that didn't see Sonny. Like, dude. Phew, that knockout of the week highlight. Whew. Yeah, dude, look at this. Surgical.
0: Good God. Yeah, yeah, and that left hook for uh, for orthodox fighters is extremely impressive.
2: So,
1: and, and, and dude, and then his last one, I'm gonna pull up this one too because like all these knockout clips I pulled earlier, like good guy. And then like th- that Curtis one, oh my god, he was just slaying.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just basically held him in the corner and chopped him down. I mean, he he got knocked down, I think two or three times to the point where he just wasn't getting up anymore because he looked afraid. So that that's yeah. the type. That's just what he instills in the opponents, and it's great to see. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Dude, it's crazy though. It, it's. I'm. I'm thinking we got so much sports on tonight, or like on coming up too. It's like baseball. Like, dude, I'm. I'm looking at it. I'm like chasing right now. The Marlins square right now. Taking a look to see what's going on. Oh boy. But but uh, all right. Let me ask you. A week now. I feel like with all the sports back. What do you What are you feeling right now? As we kind of wrap up things.
0: Oh, I'm just – I'm paying attention to the waiver wire for fantasy football. Um, just, just football, football, football is all I'm thinking about. Plus, we got the U.S. Open this weekend for golf. So that's
1: Yeah, cool. so all right, so we'll do that a little bit on Thursday too with our picks.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. What about oh, you? Yeah. What's, what's getting you going right now? Absolutely.
1: Oh, I can't wait. We want to thank everyone uh, for checking out the show tonight. This is a lot, yeah, this is a lot of fun getting uh, Sonny on. Obviously, thank him and his family and, and, and Nick, obviously, our, our boy, for, for setting all that up um and we want to have him on the show again in the future that'd be so much fun just to have uh, to talk about his next fight i can't wait
0: oh yeah it's gonna be great can't wait
1: awesome well I thank everyone for for checking us out tonight so we'll be back on the air at seven o'clock eastern time on thursday talking a little bit about thursday night football we'll talk about us open we'll love a lot of cool stuff
2: um so we'll see everyone in the living room back here at seven o'clock on on uh, thursday cheers everyone cheers